My name is Lynn. I'm 24. I live in Israel and I've been struggling with depression and anxiety for a bit over a decade now, I believe. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you like, did you get like, uh, diagnosed or is it like, um, yes. how long did that take mm -hmm. or was it something that you went for like right away to, um, I went for it around like the end of uh end of middle school is kind of when i started like noticing it very it was very like out there and started to affect me so then i just like went and got diagnosed and you know um got a medication but back then it didn't really help me like i felt like no matter what meds they gave me it, it didn't do anything for me but it maybe i think it's also in a way of like probably my mind being just very against it it was like no nothing can help me very like in that mindset of an angsty teen yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> like i'm like this and nothing will help so i think it's also had like um a big a big effect on the meds not working was me just being very anti uh them uh and yeah i never went to like um to like psychologist, a psychologist, because I always felt like, um, I always felt like it was a waste of money, and I, I felt bad like spending money on therapy. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I did never really went in on that. Uh, which is probably like not the best choice in the long run, because probably made like some problems worse now than they could have been if I maybe went and got myself uh like treated the right way so I think if if anyone has like if anyone is wondering if you should go get help you should definitely go get help um for the long run it's definitely it's it's worth it definitely it's good to like, even if it's like something small, it's good to like take care of it and not for it to like start getting worse and worse. It's kind of like, a, you know, like a snowball, like from the top of the mountain, it just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like, don't stop it. You don't take care of it. Um, yeah, so that's that. Um, one of the main issues I deal with is social anxiety. Um, I have a very hard time talking to people, especially, mostly, mostly IRL. I get very, I pretty much like freeze in front of people and I feel, Ooh, I feel that. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. And some, something new I kind of developed in the last few months is getting nauseous when I talk to people or like when I'm around people. Yeah. Which I don't like. I hate being nauseous. It sucks. Not fun and yeah so um i mean obviously it's hard to talk to like strangers and everything so that's one thing i really enjoyed doing epal for is it forces me to kind of get out of my bubble it forces me to be talkative and you know just like kind of 
set aside my like social anxiety and just kind of like, you know, just talk and like not pay too much attention to it. And it definitely is something that's helped me like at least online, like talking to strangers, definitely. That's fine. Um, so that's definitely something uh, I really enjoy doing. I think it's awesome to get to talk to people and sometimes whether it's, you know, someone is opening up to me or me opening up to someone else. It's always nice. I enjoy also the fact that some people, you know, just sometimes people just need someone to talk to and whether it's like from being lonely or just like, you know, no one to share your experiences with. Uh, so I think EPAL is awesome for that, like for both sides, honestly, for both sides. I think it's really good. And like, even for me, from like the perspective, like the side of me, a lot of the time feeling very lonely and feel like I'm alone. Um, so it's really nice having that like platform where people like talk to me or I talk to them and it makes you feel definitely a lot less alone. So I think it's really nice. Um, definitely f the feeling of loneliness is something that I struggle with a lot. It's a one of my kind of main triggers, I would say, if I start feeling alone or if I feel like, if, if I feel alone or start feeling alone, it definitely triggers my depression a lot um because i never had much like never had much of a family growing up um my mother passed when i was eight and then like my father left uh straight after so i was raised by my grandparents uh from my mother's side so and i don't have any siblings i'm an only child and always like in the sense of having like no almost no family it was always like very like this whole like alone vibe and then like grand my granddad passed um two and a half years ago and now my grandma is in a coma so pretty much that's like kind of like the worst like the worst situation like kind of like what i was scared of kind of came to life, yeah. which left me feeling very, you know, sad, pressed, and alone, very alone. Like, all your family's gone pretty much, so it's, like, very, very scary. And just, you know, being also, like, when it comes to friends, being backstabbed a lot and kind of always being the one getting kicked off groups and stuff. Um, so a lot of trust issues. And then again, a lot of this whole like motive of being scared of being alone. Yeah. Which is also kind of, it's like, I'm very like contradictive because it's like, I'm scared of being alone. I don't want to be alone, but I also hate being with people. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. It's like, sometimes you feel the need to like, just want your space 
but then at the same time you don't want to be alone or sometimes you just want like someone near you or like in the same yeah. area as you are but not directly like on you or in front of you like in your way you know like just knowing that someone's around you sometimes makes a big difference yeah exactly it's like having my grandma home even yeah. though it's like we don't talk right, 24 hours a day it's just having the presence of that you know you have someone and it feels good like it feels like there's something very calming about knowing that you have someone just there the presence and when it's gone it's very very hard like you feel very you feel very lost you feel completely alone it's like damn it's like you know the big scary world and you're completely alone in it so when you were talking about like um like trust issues and your friends like backstabbing you do you how do you if you have how do you manage to um trust again like other people after being you know hurt so many times or let down by people like is there something that you do in order to like be able to trust or do you still have problems like into a new relationship trying to trust new friends and stuff i try to keep an open mind uh when it comes to like new friends because um it's also something that i in a way like i crave i want like friendships and i want friends so i try to keep an open mind but at the same time i don't like have any like i'm not thinking that's like oh yeah we're gonna be besties forever like i'm yeah. trying to keep my expectations low so i don't get over like um over like attached or over anything and it's just a very like and in my personal experience i just decided that if someone hurts me and if someone throws me away at the end of the day even if at the moment it really hurts and it does it will always hurt when it happens it's just you know it's human emotion but at, at the long run in my opinion it's better for you that means the person was not supposed to be in your life and it's for your benefit at the end of the day so like keeping that thought of it's like you know what it's okay it's for the better definitely helps and also i personally think that if someone hurts you or does something like mean or painful for you i personally don't believe in second chances i think and it's part of like my trust issues it's like if you hurt me once it doesn't matter what you say to me next like i just move on like i don't want any more negativity i don't want any any painful memories or any painful like situations that might occur again because i have a very much a belief it's like if it happens once it will happen again it's like i i think the easiest way to like explain is like uh with like someone who's a cheater per se like yeah. once a cheater always a cheater you know that's kind of my mindset so it's like i would say definitely just move on and think it's for your benefit that you know just let it go and hope for the best but don't like you know don't set your hopes too too high because you never know but like is there like a level of mistakes or like 
a problem that someone has to make in order for you to like not want to talk to them again like what is your threshold of like if a person does a certain thing then you you won't forgive them because you know there's like small stuff that people can do and then there's like these bigger issues that 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 might affect you in a negative way like is there a line for you or my line is definitely if someone if i find out then that someone is talking to me behind my back that's one thing that i don't like also i've had a lot of instances with people not being honest and then it's like i had someone that i considered a really close friend and he was like he got annoyed at me at something small and it was like yeah i had so many things with you that i didn't talk about and that annoyed me for a long long time a bunch of things you did and now it's just like uh, coming out and it's like okay cool why didn't you talk to me about those things like why didn't you tell me every time something happened and then like when i told him at the same like conversation to tell me examples he just didn't say anything so to me it's like i hate when people just it really bothers me when people just bottle up things against you instead of trying to talk it out or be honest yeah, just- and i feel like people think that being honest means you have to be a dickhead which is like completely not true you can have an honest conversation without being a douche you know yeah i agree yeah, yeah people so are so scared it's like and it's weird because it's like you know years pass and you've been friends for years so you think like yeah this friendship means something to the other person and then some, some something like that happens when they're like oh yeah i had so much baggage on you and yeah i just didn't tell you anything it's like why don't you care about the friendship didn't you want to work through things like those type of things are really annoying me because it's like come on just be honest yes like, if it's my mistake i will work on it i will apologize for it like and if not we can you know if it's something we can't work out then fine we can just say goodbye in in a normal way but not during like a fight yeah i think a lot of problems is like communication instead of like people try to think that they're saving you from like certain things so they hide them from you instead of just being open about it and having like that open discussion is way better than just hiding things and letting everything out at the end when there was something wrong all along from the beginning. Definitely. Would you say like whenever you make friends or, or like, are do you tend to take a while to be vulnerable, like open up about personal things that you've been through or are you a person that easily like kind of opens up naturally? I think I'm, I pretty much open up fairly fast because i like i have nothing to hide like i know my problems i'm aware of my problems i'm not gonna like pretend i'm something i'm not uh so i don't mind like if someone wants to talk about like deeper stuff like this yeah sure whatever i don't mind uh but it's also i know some people do find it a bit like off-putting if they don't feel the same way and then you start like sharing about your life so i really really try to basically get the vibe of the other person and if they give me the 
the feeling that they're cool with talking about deeper stuff, then I don't mind. Like, I'm pretty much an open book. Yeah, I, I guess but from that, we're opposite. Because, like, for me, it's like, I don't know what it is, but I think I'm just afraid of being vulnerable too soon. Because it's kind of like a, it's not a weakness, but it's almost like you allow someone in and I kind of get attached. Like, I guess I'm, a, I'm already thinking ahead of like losing people. Yeah. So I'm afraid of getting attached by them letting them know more about me. So whenever that day comes, I feel like it's harder to let go if something ever happens. And it always hurts. Like I'm rarely vulnerable, but I have been vulnerable to certain people. Not many people. Like I've had many different friends throughout my years, but I was never vulnerable to all of them, which could be considered not actually being friends, I guess. Because it depends how you define friends. But yeah, I was vulnerable to some friends and like it, it ended up not working out. So it's kind of like it, it's harder to move on and it hurts a lot more to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's definitely understandable. Also, about. I guess for me. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, no, keep going. No, go ahead. No, interrupted you. Um, I guess for me, it's just. Um, with just so many like bad experiences with people and friendships it's just i with almost every new friendship i already have that like like i see it's like i see it into the future and i already see this friendship falling off just because it's something that's happened every time so it's like you know vulnerable not vulnerable open not open it's like i i'm just like you know what i'm gonna share my if they want to know i'll share because it's like for me it's it's just almost like a taking time bomb just like when they're gonna throw me aside so it's like i tried not to mind it too much when it comes to that type of stuff like i don't mind opening up because I, I don't really get attached like through opening up do would you say you get attached more from like people doing certain things to you like if they I don't know. You know how there's different ways of like showing someone they care about yeah. you. Is that how you get attached? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If someone, if I feel like someone, whether it's like actions or words that they like do to make me feel like they want my company and they feel like if they make me feel like I'm wanted, whether it's like in with them or the group of friends, like that to me means much more because that's like kind of what I'm more, I'm more craving for because I want to yeah. be like, I want to be like wanted in a group of friends, you know, how, having that feeling that's like always wanting to be that like, oh, I wish like Lynn was here, right? If And if I'm getting like that type of vibe and someone's like really wants to be around me, that's the things that get me more like attached to the person. Yeah, it's like you're on their mind whenever they do something and they're like, oh, yeah. I wish Lynn was here, you know, like. Exactly. Should hit her up or something. To me, that's like, to me, that makes me feel fuzzy inside. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good feeling though. You know, someone having you in their thoughts and being like, oh, you know, I enjoy this person's company or I care about this person this much that, you know, I kind of wish they were here or certain things remind me of this person. So, you know, don't want to feel like you're left out in any way, you know? So I think that's very important too, though, in friendships. Makes you feel, you know, like you're important. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, so would you like consider if someone, like, would you like if someone was vulnerable to you though? Or like if someone wasn't being vulnerable, like 
talking about their past or talking about like how they feel emotionally about certain things in their life would you still consider that person a friend as long as they made you feel important yeah i would i think um i think a lot of people have hard time opening up yeah and whether they just don't want to or you know some people i mean i've had a lot of times that i tried to open up to someone and i got like a very bad reaction um so i think it's very understandable for people not wanting to open up and it's completely completely fine and as long as the person is like good like as long as they're nice as long as they make me feel like they you know want to be my friend I, of course i don't you don't I, I don't think it's like a must to open up to each other to be friends like maybe to deepen up the connection and yeah. be like very good friends possibly like yes that could definitely like make you closer with the person when you like open up and be vulnerable with each other but i don't think it's a must yeah i've heard the opposite sometimes so that's why i ask because some people say if you don't like open up it to them it feels like you don't trust them enough to share certain things with them so yeah that's why it's interesting to me to kind of know and see the differences to how people view certain like friendships or relationships mm -hmm. yeah because everyone's very different to yeah everyone. like you know so i think it's also very cool to see how people like view different things yeah i think that's a beautiful part about it so it's so like you can have the same yeah. conversation with one person and you'll get a completely different answer because they have a different mindset and different set of experiences in their life. Exactly. Which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so by the way, sorry about, you know, your grandma and stuff and everything you're going through. So, Thank you. um, do you like, do you have any like friends right now that you can count on that, you know, you go to for like this type of stuff or, or at the moment you don't, I actually do. It's like uh, they're also like uh, my neighbors, like in the same building. Yeah. So it's really nice. Um, and I think it's also like to show that even like a person like me uh, that's like basically left with no family and no like not really any friends like IRL. Um, when you feel completely, completely alone, like 100%, and then like some people like, you know, show up. Like for instance, I have a lot of neighbors that live like in the same building um, for years and they're all like, we're really, really supportive. Uh, and they're very, very nice. Like uh, just before we started, I had one of my, like the neighbor in front, um just like she brings me like a plate of food every week <laughs> and it's like and then there's like other friends that are like actually my age and that are my neighbors and it's like even like even when you feel completely alone it's like people show up and like they do people do care even even when you feel like 100% alone and trust me like I that's how I feel and at the end of, and people like show kindness people people go up to you and I think it's very important to also if you feel like you're alone and 
you have no one, it's very important to almost like open up to the idea of getting help. And I'm not even talking about like, you know, professional help. Like you just yeah. someone, like someone like your neighbor wanting to help you to it with anything, just like normal, like day to day stuff just to help you. It's very important to like to be like, hey, yeah, I, I could use the help help me and it's okay it's like it makes you open up in a way and i think it's really really important because for me personally it's also i was always like really i feel bad asking for help from people because i feel like um i'm bothering them and i feel like i'm just like you know um like i just like you know bother their life and it's like why would i want to ask help they have they have their jobs they have their kids they have their lives but like if people want to help they want to help and it's definitely worth like accepting and opening up to that because it it's it makes you realize that you're not as alone as you think and even if it's not like a super duper tight connection, it's like it's something. And I think it's like a very important thing, even if it's hard to like accept slash ask for that type of help. Yeah, that's true. I, I've always had issues with that, like myself, like I struggle with um, not feeling like I'm a burden to people. Like, yeah. so I end up pushing a lot of people away because of it. And it's very confusing because I don't want to hurt people, but at the same time, I don't want them to be hurt like by me being in their lives, but by pushing them away, I'm hurting them. So I'm doing the exact opposite of what I wanted to do. So either way I end up hurting them, which is kind of like, I don't know how my thought process goes when it comes to that, but it's like, I think you're better yeah, off without me, you know? But yeah. Definitely. It's it's very easy to feel like a burden on people, especially like when it's not some, someone you're very close to. It's like, it's the easiest thing to feel like a burden and it's the easiest thing to be like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather get no help because I'll just bother them and I don't want to bother them. But it's usually if someone, well, this is just like my experience in the past month. Just like if they want, if they offer help and they want to help, then definitely worth like accepting it and just like realizing then, yeah, if, if someone's offering you the help, it means through they know that there's a big chance you'll say yes. So they're like aware of that. So it's like, it's worth agreeing to it. And also, like, when you agree to it, instead of being, like, a burden, you also, like, make the connection with that person a little bit deeper. Yeah. And even if it's, like, very hard, and it is hard to start, and, like, I can tell by myself, like, I feel, it feels really, I feel almost, like, guilty getting help from people because I feel like a burden. But it, it's worth getting through that feeling. Definitely. Yeah, that's something I need that's to work on for months. sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a process. I mean, I kind of just, you know, got hit like a truck. So I kind of had everything happened really, really fast. But 
you know all like a lot of like stuff that require mental processes are it takes time they're just like slowly getting out there and getting used to it it's definitely a, a process Yeah, I just wanted to um, hear about, you know, your, your your problems, you know, stuff that you've been through. You know, I appreciate you sharing, you know, a little part of yourself because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we all have our own, you know, struggles, but it's good to hear different things because, mm-hmm. you know, you've gone through different stuff than I have. But at the end of the day, it's like we can still sort of relate to certain things. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, so, you know, it's nice Definitely. hearing that. So thank you for sharing for sure. Yeah, my pleasure. And I hope... Uh, if someone ever hears this and if it feels a teeny tiny bit better, then I'm glad I could help. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, so thank you for your time, you know, and having this conversation with me. And it yeah, I mean, I will, great. you know. But yeah, it kind, of, it kind of helps put into perspective the things that people are going through. Um, It, it helps sort of understanding other people's stories and other people's struggles that they've been through in life. Um, you know, so, uh, it's really hard to compare something to someone else, but sometimes you may feel alone with the things that you're going through and listening to someone else talk about certain stuff that you may also be going through sort of helps sometimes. And just even talking about it or expressing it in a way helps you put it into like reality and sort of understand the situation better and having someone to listen as well also help because sometimes at the end of the day it may not fix anything or it may not fix everything but it does help in a sense that it's a way for you to release certain thoughts within your mind have certain conversations and to be more vulnerable and open so the stigma around mental health issues and stuff like that aren't looked down upon as like you're crazy because you feel a certain way or because you're dealing with certain stuff you know um, we all have our own struggles. We all have our own demons. And it's always good, depending on, you know, where you are at in the world to seek the help that you need, if it's possible. Because um, I know how expensive it is, depending on where you're at in the States or depending on where you live, what country and all that stuff. Like, it's just going to be different for everybody, your financial situation, you know, the healthcare system, wherever you're at. And there's just a lot of variables and it can be hard for a lot of people to get the help that they need. But the more that we talk about these things and the more that we normalize talking about these things so people can actually be open about the struggles that they're going through instead of putting people down for them, you know, that way people can actually get the help that they need. Because a lot of the times, especially when it comes to men um, and me, like growing up, being around a lot of like boys and guys and men, especially where I work, it's like a lot of them don't like talking about their feelings. Like whenever I watch a lot of like red pill stuff, They always talk about never talk to a woman about your feelings, talk to a man. But for me, that's never been my experience to be like the right choice, because anytime that you talk to another guy, they are straight up to make fun of your like emotions or make fun of your feelings or tell you to like suck it up and don't cry. And other people will tell you like other men will probably tell you, oh, no, it's like they're just being honest with you. Like you need to not cry about that. But that doesn't help the situation. Right. Like if you just go in to say that's at everything, then what was the point of even opening up if you're not even going to have that type of discussion to be able to actually express your emotions and get to a conclusion as to why you may feel a certain way, even if you're not like the 
depressed or you're not diagnosed with depression and you're just kind of sad because some days you're going to be sad. Some, you know, you're going to have a lot of days where you're all sad. Something happens in your life and there's just a lot of different things that can go on in your life. And if you never talk about them and you're just supposed to suck it up, then you're basically not human, right? I mean, yeah, there are some people that are probably able to do that. And, you know, that's why they say they're called alpha men. But if you're actually struggling with something and you talk to someone like that, that's definitely not going to help you in any way, shape or form, right? Because there's a difference between like being depressed and then actually having depression. So a lot of people who talk about the stuff saying that it's all in your mind and don't think about it. I mean, technically it is in your head, like the chemicals in your brain. But the reality is that you cannot just get rid of that. You know, it's like being in a state of I have a cousin. I don't know what it's called, but they're basically not able to talk and not able to think properly. And it's like telling someone like that to to, oh, like, just don't think about it. Like their brain does not function the same way that a normal person does. Right. Like everyone has their flaws and everyone has their weaknesses. But if we just all ignore everyone else's flaws just because you seem to have like hit the lotto in the genetics when it comes to like your brain activities or your physical limitations and stuff. Um, like, how are you supposed to have a conversation when you don't acknowledge that there's issues happening with everyone else? Right. Like there's more than you that exist in the world. And sometimes you have to be compassionate enough to be able to understand other people's emotions and to be able to see that people are going through their own struggles. And yeah, sometimes you're going to get hurt. Sometimes people are going to hurt you emotionally and you have a right to like move away from that. You have a right to express yourself in the way that you want to, but also try to be empathetic towards the person's situation as best as you can. Right. Don't put yourself in a toxic situation, obviously, but at the same time, don't stay in a toxic situation if you think it's best for you to leave, even if that person is going through some stuff. It's definitely not an easy thing, morally speaking to like if you leave a friend who's depressed and i talk about this or leave a person who needs you but they're like emotionally draining you and you don't have the capability of being able to deal with them it's okay to leave no matter like you're both gonna feel bad about it right like it's not your responsibility as bad as that sounds but at the same time it's nice to have someone that you can depend on as well right so like if i was very depressed and i had like my circle it's very nice to have people to be able to come to or they have your back no matter what but at the same time, I'm always going to feel like I'm a problem if I involve other people in my life because I'm always going to be a burden upon their lives and I'm going to affect the way that their mind works simply just by being around me because I may be a negative influence when it comes to how depressed or how often I end up crying and other negative thoughts that I have sometimes about like life. And it's just sometimes it's just best like for me personally to be alone, even though I don't want to be, but at least. I'm not able to hurt anyone else but myself. And I think that within itself is sort of like a happy ending, even if I don't technically get one. But if I can manage to live life without hurting people anymore emotionally, I think that's a win-win, right? Like I think that's the best solution for me. But everyone has a different solution and some people can probably manage to pick themselves up. Some people probably aren't able to. But this is why we need to seek help and start having these conversations to understand the different types of mental health issues that are going on. Because you hear a lot of the times that it may be in people's heads and or they're overreacting or they're just using the words for no reason. Like there's just a lot of different types of illnesses or. Um, yeah, that a lot of people don't understand. And this includes me, right? Like there's a lot that I don't know about 
Um, but it's good to hear other people's stories and try to get a better understanding of their own experiences and how they de deal with them and how they dealt with them in their past. So yeah, I just wanted to share that conversation and that's all I want to talk about. So have a lovely rest of your night or day whenever you're listening and I'll talk to you in the next one. Be safe.